Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am comedian Bucky Savadina, and I'm alongside from the band Leveled, Xavier Vacuna. Hello, world. Hello, Sam. What is up, man? How you doing? Cheers to all. I'm doing good, man. Hell yeah. Hell good. yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's been too long. It's good as, to be back uh, in the saddle with you. would say. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It is. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm man. So, uh... How's life? Life is good, man. I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel constantly, but it's yeah, good. I'm healthy. Right. Same, well, same. That's all that matters, you know. I'm busy, I'm healthy, and uh, that's it. Sometimes it's a little bit too busy, but you, yeah. you know, I, I mean, that's how I feel because I'm always like, uh, I always like, and I always have like things like coming up, and then I'm always like, oh wait, is this coming up? Is this coming up? I don't know. There's always always something to do, right? Like. Yeah, I started uh the last uh this year 2023, I started using Google Calendar on my phone and I okay. keep like a full page because you know you can scroll shit. I keep a full page as my calendar and I check it like every day. And then but now I'm getting to the point where I'm forgetting to push it in there and I'm like, "Oh wait, I have to go back and like make sure I put stuff in there." Yeah, that's that's smart. I'm usually notes guy. I then put it on my phone or just fucking write it down. Like, <laughs> you lose it. Where you have to be, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Speaking of notes, uh, did you get the note that AEW uh, had a pay per view this past weekend? I did get that note. Oh my gosh! Full what gear. Full gear. Hell yeah. What? I don't know what that means. Is it like a giant like gear just moving around? I guess it is. That's what the background looks like. Yeah. What does that even little... mean? Full gear. Full gear. Like I don't you're know. going full gear, like pedal to the metal. Yeah, right. I guess that makes Is that sense. That expression, like, oh man, I'm going. We're full going full gear, gear tomorrow. Like <laughs> industrial. It's. Uh... I got to show Minnesota. I'm going to go full gear. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I Maybe, like. Maybe uh, uh... it refers to like Richard Gear and a uh, Pretty Woman. Like. Okay. Okay. Like, I know my hell of money. I got hell of money. I'm gonna go full gear. Full gear. That that could be a rap song. I'm going full gear. You know? <laughs> and then give Richard Gear like a walk on appearance. Oh <laughs> hell yeah. Let's I love it. it. Let's go. Tony Khan. Okay. I don't know what it means, but whatever. Uh it's the AEW tradition, AEW full gear twenty twenty three. Um so going into this show, so Adam Cole has a a long time. He's a long time injury. Like this fool can't even uh, walk yet. He's he's gonna be out for the probably the better part of a year. And such a I don't know if they're gonna keep the AEW tag or the Ring of Honor tag team titles on these two uh, the entire time he's out. But for now, uh, MGF insists on defending these things by himself. So what happened was on the pre-show he accepted Samoa Joe's offer because Adam Cole. Adam Cole was like, I, you gotta, you should accept his offer. You should accept his offer. Like Adam Cole kept like kind of pushing it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Samoa Joe's like, time's running out. Time's running out. And MGF finally accepted the offer. And, uh, the thing was, was that they teamed up in a tag team match in the pre show where MGF and Samoa Joe got the win. But then Samoa Joe walked away. He's like, all right, well, I fulfilled my obligation. And you left, and uh, MGF got beat up. So, but I don't think Samoa Joe was offering like one single match. I feel like because he was saying my friendship. So I thought Samoa Joe like would watch his back for the night. So I'm a little bit disappointed 
uh, and how that went. You know, that was such a silly storyline. Yeah, it's a little silly, and it gets thrown on the uh, on the zero hour. You know, I mean, I get it's something, and, right? And Jeff goes off in an ambulance. For his yeah. knee, for his knee, his knee got hit with a chair, so he goes in an ambulance. Yeah, and then, uh, he promised me that they won't take away my belt. And then that and, was kind of silly. And Adam Cole's like, "I'm going to fight for him." And then, so I know we'll get into that. I'm just skipping a lot right now, but one thing I had a big problem with on AEW Full Gear was uh, after the first match, uh, they brought out Jay White, and they were saying Jay White. Uh, MGF cannot fight tonight, so we're going to award you the championship. I call bullshit on that because it was Jay White. Everybody saw in plain plain sight, it was Jay White's homies that that hurt him, that put him on the shelf. So it was like if any time somebody has a championship match, if their homies just beat the fuck out of them, they just award him the title. Like That's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, there's no blood on Jay's hands, right? Yeah, it was the homies. I was pretty, mad. The homies. I was pretty upset about that too. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. You don't like Arn Anderson and, and you know doesn't beat up somebody and then they go, okay, well, let's just give Rick Flair the title. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're next up. You're next. <laughs> you were the yeah. next person in line. We're just gonna give you the title. It is a little silly, but you know, it all leads to something, right? And, and then think- Adam Cole's like, I'll fight him, I'll fight him. <laughs> like before you can't even walk. Yeah, that that whole thing, and you know, it, it almost felt like old school WWF to me in a way. Like it was like, and, yeah, you it, know, it, like almost like a uh, like a storyline parody. Yeah, and the ambulance, and you know, just like the the drama. I get it, right? But just little little hints of like silliness, and just, you know, we knew Adam Cole wasn't gonna you know work the match. Like obviously, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we did, but I, I guess know. for interest's sake, you know, that's kind of where they went. You gotta, yeah, you gotta keep people interested. You're like, what are they gonna do? I was oh. kind of wondering what they're gonna do, but then uh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, so uh, I'll run through the pre-show real quick. Uh, Eddie oh. Kingston defeated Jay Lethal, defending the Ring of Honor title and the okay. strong title, right? Both. E- nope, the si- it was a nope, single title, the ROH yeah, uh, championship, Ring of Honor title. Yes. Claudio Casanova defeated Buddy Murphy. That was a pretty good match. That was a good match. Two great, uh, great workers. And it's like they didn't really have much to do, so they just like threw them together real quick. But like yeah. it worked. It worked. Really yeah, good well. pairing. Super good pairing. And then I mentioned that Samoa Joe and MJF defeated uh, the Gun Club in the uh, pre-show, and then after the match, uh, the guns destroyed uh, MJF's leg. And Samoa Joe just walks away, and I feel like Samoa Joe's offer was friendship. He's like, you need a friend, I'll be your friend. And I feel like Samojo should have watched his back for a little bit longer than just one match. Like to me, like if you weigh the 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 Ring of Honor tag title match versus an AEW world title shot, like it doesn't it doesn't uh equate. You know, it's not equal equal. Yeah, but you know, you got me thinking. Joe is going after the world title, right? Like that's why he dropped the TV title. Yeah. And then you have Adam Cole pushing MJF to work with Joe. Right, maybe, exactly. Maybe kind of planting seeds or like feeding feeding him to the wolves, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see where that leads. Because like, I mean, they this whole Adam Cole thing, uh, he'll be there physically, but like he won't be able to wrestle. So he can still like, 
storyline and, and you know whatever and pretend like he's gonna wrestle at the end of the show and not do it yeah he'll still show up so yeah he'll still be there so that's gonna be we'll see yeah that's a long road, road to recovery for him but i wish him the best yeah poor adam sorry dude in our first match of the night uh let's see what do we have here sting and darby allen and adam copeland uh defeated the team of christian uh, the christian cage family basically the patriarchy uh, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne in uh, 15 minutes and 10 seconds. This is a really good match. Uh, I mean, you got to give it to Sting, right? Ugh, you got to give the win to Sting. It's his, it's his, apparently, uh, at the end of the match, Darby Allen picked up the microphone and said that this was Sting's last match in California. Yeah, and he said fuck a bunch of times. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> but was, it's on pay per view. It doesn't matter. Exactly. That's why I was like, I got hype. I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I think his son gets in the ring, like Sting's kid. Wow, it really? Was, I didn't even realize all that happened. It was off camera. Like I saw it on Twitter. Like he oh, called okay, him. Okay. You know, but yeah, it was a great um, opening match. You know, uh, their gear was sick. Yeah, they did. They looked Jack all. They looked hits. really good. The fucking face paint. It was good. A, a good, quick, like, here oh, you go. Oh, yeah. Adam Copeland was painted up, too, just like them. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. sick. 15 was minutes. Cool. And it was cool to see uh, Adam Copeland and Christian in the ring together. Yes. Yes. It's like a like a forbidden fruit in a way, right? Like, you're like, oh, I shouldn't be seeing this, but it's <laughs> right? cool. Like, how is this even happening right now? Yes. Yes. That allure is, is very real. So and yeah, then, like, this is, I have this whole other feeling that I was, I was watching, uh, Dynamite earlier. I have this whole other feeling where I'm like, Nick Wayne is in the ring with Edge and Christian. Like, yeah, how cool is yeah, that for that, him? Cause Nick Wayne, he is so amazing. I've been watching him like all these matches this whole year and all these, you know, indie feds I've been watching and he yeah. is so incredible. He is so good. And AEW has even like scratched the surface of what he could do. I mean, he's only had a few matches, but, uh, yeah, he's in there with Edge of Christian. That's awesome. That is awesome. And then look at Billy Starks in the ring with Ronda Rousey dumping her on her head. Oh, man. Yeah. This is the world we live in, right? Like, this is such a weird, awesome time for wrestling. It is. It really is. Such a and weird did time. You, uh, did you see the, that match, the revolver match? That was great. I did. Yeah. It was, that was such a fun match. They're fabulous. running it back on Ring of Honor. Oh, wonderful. So, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna veer off a little bit. I guess we yeah. Let's like, segue. Fuck it. Uh, Ronda. So Ronda Rousey did some interview or something, and I don't have a source or whatever on this, but I read that she had said her stance on wrestling is so she had some out some some out that she basically uh, had a date where she could if she gave her notice by this date then her contract she could just walk. This is with the Fed. With WWE. Yeah. Okay. She had like a three-year deal or whatever X amount of time deal, but she had like a certain date where by this date she could leave. Got it. And so she gave her notice and she just left. She's like, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. And Damn, nobody really wow. knows why, right? Uh, but she said that her stance on wrestling was that she'll wrestle when wrestling comes to L.A. Oh. So Revolver was in L.A. Yes. And then AEW was in L.A. Yes collision and stuff so so basically they did the revolver show and it was this marina it was marina and ronda versus billy starks and athena and it was such an incredible match it was so fucking good and so many really crazy spots 
And they're running the same match back on Ring of Honor this week on Thursday. Or is it on Thanksgiving? I guess they're playing on Thanksgiving. I think it is, yeah. I'll have to be yeah, they're, 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 they're doing it. And it's so funny because it happened. So this particular show that we're reviewing, it circles back to this because Tony Khan announced a huge signee, right? And then the collision before this show happened, they did the Ring of Honor tapings and Ronda Rousey did a match. And oh. the whole internet was like, oh my God, it's Ronda Rousey. She's the signing. First of all, Tony Khan's not going to fucking have this huge announcement and fucking leak it on Ring of Honor. <laughs> it's not going to fucking happen, you know? Like, come on. It's not. It's not. But, on people. <laughs> but and it's smart on his part, though, because there probably is a plethora of people who are like, oh, shit. Like, there were so many people like on Twitter. Spoiler. Like, I can't believe Ron Rousey's the person. Oh, I man, it was it. so bad. I was like, I, I was convinced. So I was convinced going into the show that it was going to be Monet. I wanted it to be Monet. I thought it was going to be her. I figured I truly... it's about time. Her leg is probably healed. Let's go. But... I don't think she's currently employed in wrestling. I think she's good to go. But, I, you know, I was Timing. convinced it was going to be her, yeah. Timing. Yeah, I agree. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. But it's all good. All right. So then uh, that match happened. Yep. And uh, then we go to the whole Jay White thing, and and, and Adam Cole's going to wrestle later. So our main event is Jay White versus Adam Cole as of right now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's the next match here? Uh, Orange Cassidy uh, defeated John Moxley in twelve only twelve minutes. Wow! So yeah, this match yeah. was crazy because going into it, I'm convinced that there's not a universe where Orange Cassidy could beat John Moxley. Just yeah. because where they both are in the wrestling, you know, hierarchy or whatever, yeah. um, and you know what kind of what John Moxley is, uh, but this was a really good match and it was believable. And he just, he just, uh, yeah, he Orange Cassidy got the win. I can't, I can't remember how exactly this match ended because it was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I truthfully wasn't like super tuned into this match, but um, yeah, I was. I was happy for Orange because, like, this was like the match that he needed to win to really like fulfill his his uh, international title run. Yeah, and it, you know, unfortunately, due to Moxley's concussion, I feel like that kind of got a little uh, lost in the shuffle. So this is like the payoff that was supposed to happen. So I feel like that's also why I'm kind of. Do you like, think Moxley was going to drop it back to him? Uh yes. Okay. Yeah, but just you know, earlier. Yeah, right. Like, like if, yeah. you know, I feel like if he didn't get hurt, that would have been like the next move. Like, boom, drop it to to Orange, and like you know, make him. But you know, eh, I don't even remember how it ended. Honestly, I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. I know Orange has finished like three times. I can't remember his finisher huh. though. Yeah, but good for Orange, you know. Good for yeah, him. yeah. Go do your thing. Go on yeah. tour, dude. Yeah. We say it every fucking episode. <laughs> go on the road. Go, go, get on a plane. Yeah, go to Japan. Go, go to Australia. Trust the do something. Uh, Timeless Tony Storm defeats Ashida for the AW Women's World Title in ten minutes twenty five seconds. Uh, yeah. I was a little bit surprised that Tony Storm won, but uh, you know she's she's kind of like the popular. Uh, her gimmick is you know pretty popular right now, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, I this was a good match. Yeah, it was good. I figured I figured as much. I was like, she's going over for sure. Like I just figured, you know, the whole gimmick is over. She's over. 
yeah, I'll take it. It was good. Quick 10 minutes, in and out. Yeah, basically, just like, yeah, in and out. That's definitely a good way to describe it. Uh, the next match we had was uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill defending the titles in a Fatal 4 ladder match uh, oh. with, uh, let's see, Roosh and Draglistico, Draglistico uh, FTR, and uh, the, the, the Kings of the Black Throne, uh, Aleister Black and Brody King. Uh, 20 minutes, 35 seconds. This was pretty good. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't too invested in this match. Uh, I, I knew that Ricky Starks and Big Bill was going to win. Uh, I did like the ending, though. Uh, Ricky Starks actually won the match. Like, instead of climbing the ladder, Bill just put him on his shoulders. Yeah. Kind of, You kind of, like, use the ladder to get up there a little bit, but he basically was on Big Bill's shoulders. Yeah, it was definitely a good finish. I'm with you. It, it, I feel like maybe four teams in a ladder match kind of gets, like, lost in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah. As far exactly. as, like, you know, like, it's super busy. Like, I feel like two might be not not enough. Three would be, like, solid. But it was good for what it was. I'm a sucker for a ladder match. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I like a good gimmick match. Yeah, and especially for the tag titles. It brings you, like, that TLC vibe. You know, again, there was three dudes or three teams in that match. Um, But it was good. It You know, it was satiating. I don't know. Um, One thought I had was... Drillistico is just crazy and I'm glad he gets that like chance to shine, you know, like all his dives and like he's super over and that spot with Brody King on the ladder. I don't know if you remember that Brody King drops Drillistico on his head on the ladder and it's like between the ring and the, uh, the guardrail. Oh yeah. Right. Insane. Yeah. No, these guys are, these guys are really good. And then um, this is the stuff that Brody King does the way he uses his size and his power. I just mm-hmm. I really enjoy these guys. Fabulous. Yeah, he's great. Uh, in the next match, uh, Julia Hart defeats uh, Chris Statlander and Sky Blue uh, to become the AEW TBS champion. Great match, in my opinion. Yeah, I was surprised. I'm still surprised they took the title off of Chris Statlander um, just because they waited so long to put it on her. I yeah. figured, like, Tony must get his money's worth. Who knows? Maybe she's not moving the needle as much as they wanted her to. Yeah, you never know. You never know what the circumstances are, but, you know, Julia Hart is on fire right now. Yeah, no, and this match is really good. This, this match was really good. I really enjoy uh, it's, these, these three women together, especially. Like, yeah. so this match ended because uh, Chris Statlander hit her finisher on Sky Blue. Yeah. And then Julia Hart came in the ring. And uh, just like I think she threw her down, or she hit her, or whatever. But she covered. She's the one who covered Sky Blue after Chris Dunlander hit her finisher, and that was like it was such a good finish. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, kind of like a a steal, you know, stealing the finish. Yeah, um, exactly. Like she came in, she threw Statlander to the side, and she covered her one, two, three. Super heel move. Like it was um, so fast that like Sky's legs were still in the air from getting slammed onto the ground yeah yeah and sky is she has such an incredible way of selling i love how sometimes she just corpses and like her legs will flail like she'll get hit and it'll almost be like a reactionary like plop like she you know it's just she makes the moves look like devastating yeah she really does no she's really good and i really like what julia hart's doing she's come a long way since uh 
you know, the varsity club or whatever she was called. Oh yeah, dude. She, she's light years ahead of that. And like, uh, the German suplexes, the deadlift yeah. German suplexes, Chris Statlander hitting those, uh, double Germans. It was just, it was great, man. I love that match. I had to rewatch it a few times and the code blue reversal. It was great. Great, great, great match. Hell Kudos yeah. to everyone involved. Hell yeah. And Julia Hart's a new TBS champion. We'll see where that goes and what they do with that. That's very interesting because, you know, she's part of the the House of Black. So we'll see how they take the title. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. I like her character too, where she hides, she kind of hides behind Brody King a little bit. Yeah. They they have a good dynamic. They do. They do. They really really do. do. She plays it up well. Yeah. Um, The next match was probably. The most brutal match I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, this match. was Texas Death Match, which I still like. It was a Texas Death Match. It was in California. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I guess Hangman's the one who proposed it, and he's hey, in yeah. Texas, so like that's his that's his thing. That's his specialty. That is gimmick. Texas he's from Death. Texas. I mean, he's a cowboy. I don't know. He's a cowboy. Virginia. I don't cowboy. think he's. A, I don't think he's a Tennessee cowboy. Maybe he's from Texas. He's not Maybe. James Storm. He's not James Storm. Not James Storm. Nobody's, nobody's James Storm. He's not a Tennessee cowboy. No, sir. Um, so Swerve defeats Hangman Page in 29 minutes, 55 seconds. This match was like, do I've seen, so this year I've been watching Fight Plus. I've been watching GCW. I've seen some pretty insane, brutal shit. I've seen this War Games death match where like the ring was covered in glass and it looked like snow. Like, it's like I, I see that. some shit, okay? But yeah. this this match blows all of that out of the water. Yeah. Like this was brutal as fuck. Like Hangman, I don't know what he what he stabbed him with, what he stuck him with, but he he made this gash in Swerve's head, and this blood was gushing out of Swerve's head, and he held he laid his head down, and he put Swerve over him, and he was just like dripping blood into Hangman's mouth, and Hangman was just like just that was that was insane, and then he spits it out like he's Greg Grill. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm almost still at a loss for words. Like I don't even know what to say. It it was the match of the pay per view. Um, I don't think. I don't, I don't know, know if I've ever have or if it's been a long time since I stood up during a match and just watched it with my hands on my head, like going, "Oh my gosh, what's happening? Yeah, what's going yeah. on? Like, are yeah. these guys okay? Like, like the pile drivers on the little barricade wall. Oh my god." The fucking chair wrapped in barbed wire that was sticking to their backs. Oh my god! The staples, right? Like just oh, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. It like so when you were you know standing up with your hands on your head, I was just deep within myself. I had this feeling, right? Like I was just not like unnerving, but it just made me feel a type of way, dude. Like I was like glued to the TV. I was. I don't know. I was in a trance. Like it was just violent and poetic at the same time. I don't know. It was fucked up, man. Oh my gosh. Fucked up match. Whew. I don't know if I can watch that again. That was brutal. That was crazy. I want, um, I almost want to go back. So the match ends because I mean, these two guys will not stay down. Hangman will not fucking stay down. You're like, at some point you're like, just stay down, dude. Just stay fucking down he hits minutes. all these buckshot lariats and all this like there's just so many things happening so much minutes. going on and you just want hangman to stay down at, at some point 
Yeah. Uh, they're on the outside. Swerve gets a chain. He wraps it around Hangman's neck, puts it over the turnbuckle, and he pulls it, and he hangs Hangman. And he he's just off. pulling him with all his might, and Hangman is just hanging there. And at this point, you can't lose the match hanging like that. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. So he's just hanging there for like, what, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. And then he just drops him. Hangman goes down. The referee counts to 10. And as soon as the referee counted to 10, Swerve collapses too. Yep. And that was just like such a surreal moment, just seeing both of them laying there next to each other, just all fucked up. It was great. It was incredible. And let's not forget Nana. I love Nana. Yeah, dude. The Prince, Prince is in. Man. Yeah. Oh my god! And he took he took that gnarly bump. You know. Um, yeah, no, Prince Nana adds a lot. I really like him with Swerve. I love it. Oh, and the entrance. Let's talk about Swerve's entrance with the dancers. Oh yeah, I forgot about Gosh, that. Let's go. It, it's yeah. just he is on fire. He's on. Yeah, fire. dude. Swerve love is him. Swerve is like the shit. He really is. Yes, and I really happening. like I really like this evolution of Hangman because Hangman's like he's like more like dark, you know. He's and like tougher, dropping tougher. the dropping the gimmick, dropping the bullshit, and he's just like yeah. being himself now. He's he like dropping. He's like I don't want to say he's dropping the cowboy shit, but like he's dropping the gimmicky cowboy part. Yeah, he's getting a little more gritty. Yeah, no, like he doesn't need stirrups and shit, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, uh, he's coming into something. So know? we'll see where they go with these guys uh, following this match because this was just an incredible. Just I don't even know to, what to say about this match, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it was a showcase. It, was this the second, uh, you know, matchup between them? Was this? Yeah, their first match was okay. at uh, Dream uh, Wrestle, Wrestle Dream. Okay, so we have another. There's definitely room for a three. Dude, Swerve so- won both the matches. Oh, fuck. Swerve swept them. Well, still, man. Whatever. I don't know. Best of seven. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. MJF. <laughs> <laughs> Get in line, Swerve. Yeah. Swerve, yeah. yeah was, great that match. Was the match. That was it. That was the fucking pay-per-view. That should have been the main event. That should have been the... That sh- it should have been in there. Yeah. And it's like, the next match happened, and I was just still like... Yep. Like I couldn't even focus. Like it was Chris yeah. Jericho, Kenny Omega, the against the Young Bucks, and I, I was could. like, "Whatever, what, what, whatever." Like, holy shit, dude! Like yeah. it took me it, almost to, to where like it took me out of it because I was yeah. so like intently watching that match that when it was over, you felt like almost like uh, like if maybe you're in a car accident or something, or something traumatic happens to you, right? Mm-hmm. And then like. You're in the aftermath of it. You're like, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's like how I, I felt. I was tuned out, man. I, I that match passed me by, and I was like, oh shit, the Unbucks lost. Yeah, then, I was like, I mean, I kind of, I caught myself at some point, and I was like, you know, watching it, and paying attention to it, and trying to like be present and everything. But yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So that match flew by, but. Good match, good pairings. You know, I love Omega. I love the Bucks. Jericho. Do you whatever. think uh, it's a possibility that Chris Jericho is doing the long con, and uh, he's really with Don Callis, and his objective is to uh, to separate Kenny Omega from the Young Bucks and kind of seclude Kenny Omega? 
I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. No, I wouldn't hate it. Because the other bucks are kind of going heel. And uh, I mean, I don't know how true it is, but there's reports that they might might slow down a little bit on the wrestling right now and focus on family, which is good for them. Yeah. Um, So that would kind of leave Kenny Omega on his own. And it gives him time to shine. And if you fuck him over, that just propels him that much further as a babyface, right? Yes, you're right. There's that sympathy. Yeah, not only that, but we get another Omega Jericho match. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, eventually maybe a title run. Who knows? And if if we get a Chris Jericho Omega match in like three to six months from now, and then you shit on it, you're like, oh, Chris Jericho's getting older. I'm going to say, remember Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off with that shit. But yeah, um, so I don't know. I mean, Jer- Jericho's been heel since the beginning of AEW, right? Essentially. I mean, I feel like he was, I don't know. They were bouncing in and out, but predominantly, predominantly, yes, he's been a heel. So, and then another thing is like, this is this is another, so when I did first start teaming up, I thought, oh, why 2 AJ, right? They'll be together for three weeks. And they're still together. And then I'm like, this is another uh, MGF Adam Cole situation where like, you're going to be watching them every week waiting for somebody to turn. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that, but I'm in. Yeah. What's the end game here though? Like at what point do you think Jericho turns if he does? That's tough. What are the stakes? Yeah. What's, yeah, what's at stake? Right. You know, you're right. Are we talking titles? Are we talking, you know, domination i don't know that's interesting though but yeah, i'm in really i like is. your theory i well somebody said it on twitter and i've been just like thinking about it i go that could work like jericho because the the only reason why jericho and don Callis had this falling out was because of that that painting yeah i mean that, that painting of don Callis with chris jericho's head severed yeah head. that was like the send-off and then chris jericho's like what are you crazy and then they just started beating him up and so, like, I mean, it could be, they could be going, but then you go, well, Will Hobbs beat the fuck out of Chris Jericho. Like, is he going to go that far? Like, it, yeah, let's let this fucking big ass powerhouse, his name is Powerhouse. Let's let him kick my ass as, as in a con. Like, you know, is he going to go that far? Okay. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's Jericho. I wouldn't put it past him, but <laughs> I don't know the end game, nor do I know what's at stake. So yeah, it's true. I mean, I'll tune in. I'll fucking pretty cocky. Well, now, well, I mean, now they're number one contenders for the tag titles. Yeah, they are. So maybe that's where we're going. I I would much rather see them than Big Bill and Little Ricky. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, so they beat the Young Bucks. That was a good match. Um, let's see. I don't think I remember how it ended though. I don't either. Twenty minutes. Oh, I think Kenny just decimated. There was a, oh, it was like a really good exchange towards the end. Everybody was like getting their shit in. Um, and then Omega kind of just uh, decimates. And then I think he hit the one winning angel. Like knowing he had the advantage. Like it was almost one of those, like, I don't want to do this to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm but, sorry. I love you. Yeah. Good night. You know? So. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, oh, I, I, where does the whole signing come into play? I think we probably passed it. I didn't see it in the uh, breakdown, but yeah, uh, I think Will, maybe before it was Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay's all elite. 
All Elite. I think it was after the women's match, the uh, women's title. Did we but yes, Did we skip welcome, it? Will. Welcome, Will Ospreay. It's so crazy uh, because he's under contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling until the end of January. Yeah. And so at a glance, you're like, hey, they did an illegal thing. They did contract tampering. Uh-uh. Do you know Do you know why? Because I don't. Do you know what, what happened? Oh, I think it was just like the partnership between New Japan and Tony Khan and like AEW. It was kind of like an agreement happened. Yeah, it was like, hey, like his contract's up. Like, you know, can I do this? And I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, New Japan gave their blessing to both parties, and they negotiated, and they were like, all right, this is what's best for us. And like, he wants to come here day, anyway. Let's just make a smooth transition. Yeah, and and he'll still be able to work New Japan shows, and you know, do the whole thing. And yeah, like That's you said, cool. he's honoring he's honoring the rest of his contract, and he'll yeah. do the rest of the match, which will be great. So he was asked, I guess, after the show at some point. How how did this happen? You're under contract. How did you sign into the contract? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't know either. He said, "I don't know. My people did it." You know, <laughs> is he a Barry his Bloom agent, guy? His agent did all the fucking. He didn't sign and told him what he wanted. Like AEW, yes, and then that was all he had to do. Sign the line. I wonder if he's a Barry Bloom guy. I want to look it up. Just oh, you're there. right. I wonder. Right. I I was for sure that he was going to be the face of Impact, uh, TNA. Really, you think? I thought he was. I thought they were going to make Will Ospreay the face of TNA Wrestling. Nah, I thought he was just testing the waters, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we already had uh, Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey. I mean, what more would you need in Impact? Yeah, and it was incredible. He is uh, represented by Barry Bloom, so for the record, (laughs) which makes sense. So he's up there, man. He's in the upper echelon. It's great. Good for him. Dang, Barry Bloom still making deals? Dude, Barry Bloom is fucking A, man. He's been doing it for probably longer than I've been alive. At least since Nitro era. Yeah, easily. I mean, that's when he, like, I know about stories of him. Yeah, same, same. That's cool, though. I did not yeah. realize that. That's funny. So, yeah, his people just, you know, I guess worked out the deal with New Japan and they're making a smooth transition. And he's going to, his speech was that he signed with New Japan when he was 22 years old. He's now he's 30. He made your he made an eight year commitment. So oh, yeah. let me finish my commitment and I'll be here and we'll be on the road to revolution. It was really well put, actually. Very well put. Very well structured. You you know, there's no a few, mystery here. A, a few brubs in there, but whatever. A few brubs. He's 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 gritty. I like it. Um I was gonna say something, but I totally forgot. And I forgot. But it's definitely uh, a good thing for Will. Story. Yeah, it's cool. It's crazy. It's crazy. I saw somebody say, uh, you, you know, a few years ago, you took, you look at the top guys in New Japan, and you know, some of the four of the top guys are in AEW now: Will Ospreay, uh, Jay White, Kota Bushi, and uh, Shibata. Yeah. Oh, you just reminded me. What else is there to do for Will in New Japan? In New Japan yeah, right? exactly. He did it all. Yeah, you're right. He did it all. I mean, the only thing really would be to have a, a I don't want to say a decent, but like his IWGP world title run was cut short due to an injury. Yes. Yes, it was. But so he did like, it. And he had I could see him wanting to come back and have a long title reign. I could see that. And you never know. He could. He could. I'm going to go back, you know, look at Jericho going to DDT. 
Yeah, yeah. Good exactly. time for wrestling, man. But it's great. It's a good time for wrestling. It really is. Yeah. I, I, I know that besides WWE, a lot of places let you go like to smaller places. Like you just can't go to bigger places, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like MLW will let you work like indie shows, but they won't let you work like AEW shows. Weird. Yeah, you can't go bigger. Not in Court Bauer's world. Court Bauer. But it's a good, it is a really good time because the Indies are really like, like intermingling more than ever, really. And then yeah. with the, uh, with the streaming services and all these different things, like it just makes watching it like so much easier. Like I love, I can sit down all day and watch all these different indie shows from, you know, GCW, Hood Slam. Uh, West Coast Pro, all these just there's just so much fun. It's amazing. There's so much out there. Whoever's listening, uh, go check that out. Support your indie wrestling. You know, go to the shows, buy tickets, buy merch. That's what it's all about, man. Hell yeah! On my uh, on my uh, Pro Wrestling Nation this week, I go in depth on the uh, like the Hood Slam and the MLW show and all this stuff. Did you see the MLW pay per view? I did not. I read some rumblings. Was it when with Hammerstone kind of doing his thing? Yeah. So, okay. so real quick sidebar on this. Um, Mr. St. Laurent started this group called the World Titan Federation and go. they're like, they're like a rival promotion. And, um, it was kind of like a, you know, a spoof because it's WTF. It's fun. It's cool. And, Ooh. you know, Matt Cardona is their, their head guy. And, okay. uh, they have Davey Boy Jr., but he has a huge injury. So he, He's out right now. Um, and so they did this thing where uh, Alex, Alex Kane and, and, and Jacob Fatu had this like 30 minute, 40 minute match. And it was just this epic match. And then after the match was over, the lights go out. And there's this really big blonde dude in the ring. I don't know who he was, but he was like huge. And he was wearing a WTF shirt. He was like, he attacked all the people in the ring. And then the lights went out again. And then there was like a few more people in the ring. But the main person that was there was Hammerstone, and he Hammerstone. was wearing a WTF shirt, dude. And it's crazy because it felt like it felt like Hogan was a third man. Damn, it felt like, like to me, like they've tried to recreate the NWO so many times in so many ways. But to me, this felt like the only true recreation of like an NWO kind of moment, dude. Because like Hammerstone has been Mister MLW. He's been for five years, dude. He's been like the face of MLW. Yeah. And then recently he requested his release. And then the company said no. And then he put out a tweet thanking MLW for the opportunity to work for them for five years. And so it's like, well, what's really happening here? And then boom, he comes in on like this rival company that's like trying to put MLW out. And he's within like the company, their head guy. He's like their Hogan, but it's within the company. It's with it's well, it's NWO style. So it's like they're pretending uh, like they, in okay. kayfabe. I'm with you. They're I'm an here. outside organization. Got it. Portraying the company. Got it. Got it. But you know Got they it. all get paid by MLW. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But he's I thought their, it was like a rival. Promotion. He's their Hogan. He's their Hogan. That's crazy. So okay. So he turns his back on MLW and he's with you know. Okay. Yeah. WCW, and it was, well, I got you. His contract status was up in the air. He requested his release. It was like a known thing, and Fightful was reporting in all this bullshit, whatever. And what storyline? Well, I mean, maybe he really did. Maybe they just said, "Hey, stay, and we'll do this. 
we okay. you're too good you're you're too good a commodity to let us go. You're bored. Let's just shake things up. Cool. Maybe. Yeah, he's great. He's good talent. So I read a couple of days later, I don't know how true it is, but somebody said that the agreement was that Hammerstone stays to the end of twenty twenty three. Damn. And as of twenty twenty four, he's a free agent. I don't know oh, how factual that is. We'll see. We'll see. That's interesting, man. Yeah, I'm excited about that, dude. MLW's yeah. dope, and I feel like that's going to be a huge shot in the arm for them. That's cool. That's that's revitalizing. Yeah. Uh, we have a main event to talk about. We have a main event. Main Adam Cole event. hobbles his ass out to the ring. Mm-hmm. He didn't even like put on ring gear. He was just like in gym clothes. Gym clothes and fucking crutches. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. A walking cast. He can't even walk. And yeah. my question is, where is Britt Baker trying to stop him? Maybe she's the devil. Uh, oh, have we talked about the devil yet? I don't we know. I mean, not. we really haven't. Who do you like? Let's talk about that. Who do you think that let's is? Talk you about think the it's devil. Britt? That's a good segment. idea. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Is it Britt? Is it Kyle O'Reilly? Is it Adam Cole? Is it MJF? Oh, I didn't even think about Kyle O'Reilly. That'd be interesting. Yeah, dude. Could it be Kyle O'Reilly? But then, like, they they went after Jay White. Did they go after Jay White, or was it just the MJF thing? I don't I think, know. I, I mean, I think Kyle O'Reilly is a good idea, but that then who are the other idea. guys? There's, like, four guys. Well, cause, I mean, you could maybe assume the kingdom, right? But you, then yeah. maybe, I think that's kind body? of too obvious. That, yeah, that's too obvious. Someone, you know, one of my, my best friends actually was saying, the big buff guy might be Wardlow, the guy who threw the guy through the glass, or who threw uh, Anthony Bowens through the glass. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I feel like Wardlow. Wardlow would tell you it's him. I feel like he wouldn't hide behind a, a gimmick. Yeah, and it's and, and you're already on this whole. You know, he, he's here's a here's the thing I thought about today. What if that? it's all the WWE released people and they can't announce who they are until December seventeenth? What if it's Dolph? Yeah, but it's like Dolph and all these other people. But like they're co- they're under no competes until December seventeenth, so like they have to keep them under masks. I don't know because they're fake. They're not real. They're they're like, you know, they're gonna switch them out later. Troops. I don't know. I'm invested. I just really hope it doesn't suck. Like I, I don't know. I mean, like I feel like it's too far and few between. Like, like have we gone too far? No, like, I feel like it doesn't have, like, they don't focus on the devil thing enough. They talk about it, but they don't show it that often. I mean, rightfully so. Like, we had a whole fucking six-hour pay-per-view, and then nothing happened. Not one thing. Not one thing. Not one blip. Nothing. Nothing. So, where's the payoff? Who's it going to be? I feel like Adam Cole being hurt is definitely going to slow everything down. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's got me thinking, though. I'm interested. But then you're right, though. I never thought about Britt because so the, the initial person, the very first, when they attacked Jay White, the initial person looked l- very petite, very little. Very, yes. Very thin. Very very thin. Yeah. Very and so feminine. and so somebody said, the first thing that somebody said was Monet. And I was like, oh, shit. I keep thinking everything oh, was shit. Monet. Okay. Um, but I mean, why would it be her? Like, what's her connection to all this? You know, whatever. But Bert Baker kind of has a connection because maybe she blames MJF for what happened to Adam Cole. Uh, but who are her, who are her henchmen if that's the case? 
yeah, who would bring? Because it could be a woman. It could be a woman, right? Because it looks very the person that the original person looked very very petite. We're having some Saudi situations here where they're playing different, like different dudes playing. That's what I think might be happening. Yeah, you know, so it's like when it comes time to actually unveil them, who knows who it'll be at that point? You know, how many times they've switched them out. I don't know. Someone said Jungle Jungle Boy, Jungle Jack. I thought that too. I thought that too. That could be interesting. But again, I feel like he's too, his character right now is too like cocky to hide behind something. I feel like he would want the, he would want the recognition of it. Yeah. And then have you seen rumblings of, you know, obviously it's not punk, but people are like, oh, it's punk. I have. Yeah, I do. I think Twitter is just on fire with. With it's punk and punk's going to WWE and punk survivor like punk is just all over fucking. Twitter. Okay, Survivor Series. What do you think? He's not showing up. If oh, he shows I want up, to see so bad. Nah, it's, if I, he's want, co- I want to see the Survivor Series to WrestleMania run. Boom. No, no, he's showing up at the Rumble if he shows up. Yeah, that's look at Survivor Series is stacked. It's seventeen thousand people. You got Randy Orton. You got the War Games. You think Randy you Orton's gonna survive? I feel like he'll hopefully like, work super light. Like, fool, you just came off this huge back injury. Like, you've been gone for a year and a half, and the first thing you're going to fucking do is war games? War games. Can he do the RKO? Oh, my gosh. Can you he know, walk to the ring? Can It's a scary situation. I hope they play it safe. I hope they protect him. I'm sure they will, dude. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, you're, that's your first match back is fucking war games. It's cool though. Oh, we the... yeah, that's right. War games is this Saturday too. Yeah, this Saturday. Hopefully, Shit. I'll be able to tune in. Um, all right. So, anyways, uh, Adam Cole hobbles his ass out there in fucking blue shorts and shit, like he was gonna like go to the gym. And then I'm surprised Britt Baker hasn't tried to stop him from coming to the ring. Like, I'm surprised she wasn't like, stop, stop, don't do it, don't do it. I don't know where she's been. Also, she's been off she's TV. Done. So that's another thing that it could be her because she's been off TV. I haven't seen her for shit. Yeah, she's taking care of Adam Cole, but she's not on TV. Yeah, so exactly. She's the devil. Uh, out of sight, out of mind. Oh, plot thickens. The plot thickens. And then, and it's funny because Adam Cole has always been in a in a in AEW. He's always been in a situation where he's kind of like torn, right? Like at first, it was the Young Bucks and Red Dragon. Mm. And then it was MJF and uh, and uh, Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah. And then it's gonna be Britt Baker and MJF now, probably or something like that. That'd be crazy. And that's his BFF, like, unless oh, it's Adam Cole. Un- unless it's Adam Cole at the end of the day, and he's oh, just maybe, a psychopath. Maybe Britt and Adam Cole are in, a, in it together. Together. Yeah, and they have Dolph Ziggler and who else got released recently? <laughs> I don't even know who would show up. I feel like uh, Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shelton's too dope to to show up like like a like an aces and eights style. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. What's up with Shelton? I guess he's still on. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's still on his ninety days. I mean, Shelton okay. could do. I Shelton should go to TNA. Ah, we guess. haven't even talked about TNA either, man. We have so much to talk about. So much to talk about. It's been a oh, while. I know. Well, we'll talk about it a different time because I want to. We'll wrap up uh, full gear and then we'll uh, call it a day. Full gear. Full gear. I am excited about the return of TNA, though. Just give me your quick thoughts on the return of TNA. 
I think it's great. I think it's nostalgic. Uh, I think it's a shot in the arm, a fresh paint of coat, if okay, you will. Bruce Pritchard. Yes, sir. It's good. I, I, I think it's good for business. And I, uh, I, I wish them all the best. I hope it. I'm know, excited. Well and, yeah, it's good. It's. I got. I, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because I just got into Impact recently because of the 1,000th episode, which was okay. very TNA nostalgic heavy. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I'm gonna watch it because of all the cool TNA shit. And yeah, yeah. then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're gonna be, they're gonna be TNA again. And I'm excited about that. I think that's super cool. They should never have changed in the first place. Yeah, what the um, fuck? To impact, like, I don't know. You're kind of really? damned if you do, damned if you don't. But Spike TV wanted to sell it yesterday, and they didn't think they could sell it with that name. Yep. So they branded uh, impact. Yeah, good for them. They've had a few really good, like, recent showings, and, you know, having Osprey in the mix, and yeah. just in general, their women's division. And Mike and Bailey great. is so incredible. And yeah, he's, he's, uh, I can't wait to see more Mike Bailey. Like they yeah. have so many people that are incredible. They do. They really do. Mm-hmm. And their women's division is terrible. You know, they have such a great women's division. I think they might have the best one. I agree. All right. But anyway, yeah. So we'll hopefully talk about Hard to Kill because I'm excited about that. That's yeah, the we first should. TNA pay-per-view back January 13th, I believe. In Las Vegas. Uh, so Adam Cole gets out to the ring. He hobbles his ass to the ring. And then you hear uh, uh, a siren and you're like, oh shit, Big Papa Pump is here. But it turns out it was MJF driving an ambulance. Did he steal it? Did he buy it? I don't even know. I don't know. They were piping in the fucking sirens though. Yeah, they were. It's like, and they, 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 go, they edited it out. Holler if you hear me. Hear me. It was whack, but whatever. Yeah, it was. it was so silly. Like, it was just overly silly and i just i didn't like that because i feel like i like aew as like like a sport like a like they treat like a sport you know the real deal yeah yeah getting too phony like you think you see conor mcgregor fucking driving himself in an ambulance no but he would if if yeah he would (laughs) he would do it (laughs) i guess you have a point Uh, he came out. Uh, he had one leg, and uh, he had—I mean, he, he had two legs, but he's one of those was injured. And uh, he had this—it was a really good match. Had with Jay White. Yeah, long match, almost thirty minutes. Long match, yeah. Very long, very uh, dramatic. Lots of just—I don't know. Adam Cole. Uh, there was a lot of times where, like, because the guns were out there too, and I think Juice Robinson. And then uh, there was a lot of times where. Uh, they were kind of like beating up on uh, MJF behind the referee's back, and Adam Cole like hobbles his ass over there. He's like, "Stop it! Stop it!" They're like, "What are yeah. you gonna do?" Because he can't do shit. <laughs> He's hurt. Juice is hurt too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Juice is home. Yeah, you're back. right. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he's hurt. He's getting surgery, so heal up. Oh shit, he's hurt. Her the collision cowboy. Yeah, he's but gonna I, come it, back as a, he's gonna come back as timeless Juice Storm. Right, he's he his back broke from fucking carrying collision. So oh oh shit, backs man, backs. Dang, that sucks. Yeah, but so. you know he's kind of annoying. So whatever. I love it. Put it in my veins. Uh, uh, I love it. I don't know. He's a, he's just uh, I I I, I could use a break from the guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know how Tony Stark feels. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I'm glad. Man. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's there. Bullet Club Gold. Guns up. There's and then, else. Uh, what else happened? I guess MGF, that was it. MJF retains his title, and he got the BBB back. You know, it's funny because oh, they, they call that thing the Triple B. Yeah. The Why? Blueberry belt. Oh. Did you know oh, that? Burberry belt. Yeah, I never really understood the Triple B. Burberry. Yeah, yeah, Burberry belt. belt. Okay. Yeah, but it's funny because uh, when when uh, when uh, Jay White stole it, they called themselves the Bang Bang Gang, and he oh. called it the Bang Bang Belt, the Triple B still. Okay, so it's still the Triple B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bang I Bang was, Belt. I thought that was clever. Yeah, the Bang like Bang that. Belt. I dig that. So yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. But that right. was uh that was full gear. Did anything crazy happen at the end? I think they just celebrated, right? Yeah, I think that was it. He just uh cheated to win, beat Jay at his own game, and the story continues. Yeah, I think that was it. They just went off the air, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, uh hopefully Jay White moves on to something else. Yeah, we'll see. Or just stays in the title picture. I don't know. He's good though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. About. I'm excited about it. It's cool. And then uh, we don't really know much about it. Well, I mean, I do because I watched some of Dynamite. Uh, but AEW announced uh, they're kind of, it's like they're G1. Yeah. The Continental Classic. It's yeah. two It's two brackets of, I don't know how many guys, eight guys each, something like that. Six. And it's, it's six, okay. And yeah, it's round robin and the two winners of the two brackets face each other. Eddie Kingston announced that his titles are on the line in the whole thing. So I think the winner becomes a triple crown champion because this is something about a continental title too. So I don't know what's happening, but that apparently the winner of this whole thing comes out as a triple crown champion representing AEW, Ring of Honor, and New Japan Strong. You're correct. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see. I don't who, really fully understand what that means, but I guess we'll see it. I didn't either until today, actually, because what you just said made a lot of sense because I didn't even understand. But yeah, apparently, you know, Eddie Kingston isn't putting the titles on the line in every one of his matches. He's putting it on the line for the tournament. So you're correct. The winner becomes a triple crown champion. And gets okay, because I wasn't sure about that either because I'm like, you know, because they announced the participants and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, so in order for Eddie Kingston to walk out with the Ring of Honor title, he has to be undefeated. But that's not true then in that case. No, he just has to win. So I have a prediction because I already looked at the brackets. I'll go ahead and just share my prediction with you. If you have one, you can share as well. Mm -hmm. My prediction is the finals are going to be Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston is going to win the whole thing. Wow. Okay. Because, Because he doesn't have to beat Brian Danielson. He just has to have more points than Brian Danielson. Wow. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I think Kingsley can't beat Danielson. There's no way. No, but no way. he could get more points than him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took it more so as like with, you know, Danielson being announced and like him showing so much interest in, you know, doing a G1. I yeah. figured they were just going to hand it over to him. But with that being I said, just, you could. I feel like right now is kind of Eddie Kingston's um, mountaintop, like his his uh, his big his moment. It's his time, yeah. yeah. And he has these other two titles, and I, I just feel like this is his going to be his big like his big career, you know, crowning moment or whatever for his career. And I feel like 
if all the people in the world, John Moxley would be happy to put him over. Absolutely. He's definitely at the peak of his career. Not Maybe not like the peak, but this has to be the best. Yeah, no, this is the biggest thing he's ever done. Dude, before right. this, the best thing he ever did was he was on TNA for three months. Yeah, yeah. Like, this has I mean, to be – this is it. This is it for Kingston. So that payoff could be like a great story. Even if he loses the fucking Triple Crown title like a week later, like the payoff to, at this pay-per-view – to win this thing, to beat Moxley, to become the first ever Triple Crown champion, whatever, I think it's going to go to Eddie Kingston. And then, here's this swerve, who goes to Wrestle Kingdom? Because I would only assume that the New Japan Strong you know, open weight title might be on that show, right? Oh, the answer, the answer to that is uh, anybody that wants to. Okay. Brian Danielson's already announced in a match against Okada. He's already there. Moxley's already there. Moxley, is he, is Mox? Oh, yeah, he's in a triple threat match with Will Ospreay, right? Yeah, and Finley. So is this like a process of So yeah, Moxley's already there. Do you yeah. make a star out of Daniel Garcia? I mean, can you, you can, you can make a star with Daniel Garcia without having him win the thing. There you go. He can I have like a breakout that. performance without being the winner. You could. You could, and and I don't think he needs like a tournament to, you know, cap off that. Like, I think I think Claudio is gonna have a really good showing. Oh yeah, you know, I think Danielson's gonna fucking uh, Danielson's gonna outshine everybody, including, you know, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Yeah. Like, what about Swerve? Know. What about Swerve? Oh my gosh, Swerve! Hell yeah, Swerve's been putting on some great matches. Uh, it's it's Swerve versus John Moxley. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it, it's an interesting, uh, totally interesting. It's dynamic. a good concept. It's a good concept. Um, it's it's crazy because it's, it's going to be hard to follow. I think the points and it's, stuff and who's fought who so far and, and things like that. So they're going to have to like kind of keep us updated a lot on it. Yeah, I'll be tuning in though. It, it definitely gives you something to follow. Yeah, it does. Know? I, I appreciate that like aspect, like tournament aspect where you're going to want to tune in. You're going to want to see who's getting points, who's, you know, it, it's interesting. So yeah, good call on their part. I just hope it goes well. And yeah, we'll see lots of, lots of cool options for the, I, for the I, uh, I imagine this match came about because Brian Danielson was begging Tony Khan to be in the G1. Maybe. And Tony Khan said, look, I'll let you go for a match. But I'm not going to let you go for a tournament. How about yeah. if I bring the G1 to you? Yeah. How about I make it here? I'm going to make a G1 and you're in it. How about that? You're in it. <laughs> See, and that's why I was like, he's going to win. But I don't know. He doesn't yeah, he'll need be, to win. He'll have, you know, some of his best matches of his life. I'm sure he'll have great matches. Yeah. But I just I think, I just think, him. I just think this match, this thing is just perfect for Eddie Kingston to walk out as a winner. I like it. I like it. I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. We have about a month yeah. or so for it all to play out. Let's go. It finishes up in Orlando. Ooh, are you going to go? <sighs> I don't think so, man. The end of the it's world? It's like two days What's after Christmas. Huh? Oh, it is. It's on the, the 30th. It's the 27th. Oh, it is? Yeah, so it's like I'm already going to be out of town. But at the same time, I could go. I don't know. It's just shitty timing. The end of the world's coming. Thanks, Tony Khan. Yeah. Good old TK. Okay. I found uh, on Twitter leading up to the pay per view, somebody posted a blank is all elite. Oh, 
And so I put myself, I put Funky San Medina as all elite. And then I put one of my cat, I put Gizmo as all elite. I love that. Gizmo. Yeah, I put a picture of my cat on there. It was great. That's Dark so Sheik liked it even on, on Twitter. No. Yeah, Dark Sheik liked it. I love that. You got to make me one, dude. I want to be all elite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll send it to you, though. I can send you the, uh, the, the, the template or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, send it over. You can make That's anybody you want all elite. Let's go. We're all elite. We're all elite. All We're of all, us. All elite. Hell We're yeah. all all elite. Hell yeah. That's cool. Love That's it. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's go on that note. Let's uh, let's go home, brother. Let's take her home, brother. Take it home. Yeah. Hit the finish. Hit the uh, finish. You want to go ahead and plug your social media? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. You can find me on Instagram at Lord Xavier. There's a link tree in both of my bios. Stream my music. Buy my things. Listen, support. Thank you guys all for uh, tuning in, and hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. You can follow me at Funky San Medina across the board. Um, yeah, awesome, man. Good good to uh, catch up with you and talk some wrestling. Yes, sir. Good to be back. I look forward to uh, jumping back in the saddle and seeing you again soon. Bye.